another phenomenal episode of the Mike and Hassan show. It's your boy Mike. And it's Hassan. And Mike, you said we're about to have another phenomenal show? Phenomenal show, man. I, I'm, I'm loving the, the pre-show we had. I'm loving the notes we had. Got a good feeling about this one. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to stay tuned for this one. I like it. I like it. We got to be phenomenal. We set in the bar high. And I guess that is a, a great way to just jump into one of t- today's topic. And this is somewhat of a recurring theme, but it's that whole that whole idea of being great, striving for greatness, and just the, the balancing act of handling your shit, doing what you got to do, pushing boundaries, but at the same time realizing we're humans. We need a break. We got to be patient. We make mistakes. Yeah. You know, that's one of the hardest things to realize. You know, that before the success, you know, you're you're gonna mess up along the way. You know, you're you're gonna fail sometimes. And for as people, that's one of the hardest things to admit, you know, to like look in the mirror and be like, I messed up. So yeah, we got a we got a good one today. So yeah, let's just jump right in. All right, Mike, let's Let's just establish this. What's being great? Mm. What's being great? Being great, it just means you're you're one of the best at whatever it is that you do. And for me, that's something that I'm that I like take pride in. You know, y'all know I'm competitive. Y'all know, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know I'm a big Kobe fan. That's where you get the energy from. You know, just that that hunger, that drive, just that 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 mentality, that mama mentality, you know? Um, just always wanting to get to the next level, always wanting to be at the top in whatever you do. Um, I think that's, that's, that's true greatness once you achieve that. You know, once you're consistently at the top and, and you make it look easy, because that's what the great ones do. That's what I've realized. The great ones make it look easy. So once you know you're good enough, you're skilled enough at whatever it is that you do, you make it look easy, um, you inspire others to do it. I feel like that's true greatness. Okay. If we're talk- I, I, think, I think you talked about what like greatness looks like. Um, and I think just touching on it too, like I guess I'm going to like the, the mental aspect of greatness. And I guess mm. men- mentally it's that, that desire to get better that desire that okay i'm already good i'm already really good at what i do how do i get a little bit better and i feel like i feel like it's easy to get complacent or even just to take your foot off the gas because like when you do go through a couple weeks months or year where okay i was grinding and i reached a new point okay let me relax let me recuperate which mind you we need breaks we need to recuperate for sure there's that mindset of like okay like you know i got it like we we're just talking about like school is a good analogy all right i got a 97 percent, but how do i get a 98 you still got an a you got a high a, you got a 97 but did you you want a 98 then you get a 98 i want a 99 oh shit i got a hundred all right i got a hundred but then do i really know this subject better than i think or better than i do and you know, just, I, I, guess, I guess that's the thing too. Like, you know, we're working men, we're, we're, we're students at one point, like, okay, you can do enough work to pass the class, but do you actually know the information? Like two weeks from now, when the final's done, did you just forget everything or do you really know it? 
And if you're trying to be a master of your craft, you're not doing it just to get on by. You're like, no, like I really know this. I understand this. So it's that drive for that that one percent better every time. That's greatness. Right. Yeah. And 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 like you said, man, once you start doing that, you know, it becomes easy. You know, and I think that kind of goes hand in hand to what I was saying. Like, you know, you it just becomes it it just gets to a point. Yeah, it's, it's a fundamental, you know, like it's just it's just natural to you now because you've done it at such a high level for such a high for such a long time that you know it's just, it just comes easy now um and you know you said something there when you said that it's mental it's mental um more than anything in, in, in most things that we do um that mental aspect plays such a big part mm-hmm. and i was i was saying this before the show you know it really comes down to mental toughness mm-hmm you know, you got to be able to to, to be uh, resilient. You know what I'm saying? Because like things are going to happen along the way. You know, I, I said this in the very beginning, you know, like you're going to mess up. You're going to there's times where you're going to fall flat on your face. It happens. It happens, you know, and there's nothing to be ashamed of when that happens. Just realize that this is one of those moments. This is this is this is a, a hurdle to your greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how you get to the next step falling flat on your face and realizing okay i shouldn't do that anymore maybe next time i should do this mm-hmm. you know so that's where the, the those mistakes come from it those those really just teach you how to how to maneuver certain situations and how to really build your skill set to what you needed to get to you know what i'm saying so um you really said something there with that whole mental thing because that's that's like the biggest aspect nah, nah that's for real um something i heard recently and a lot of it's funny like a lot of things that are like those like gems or those mind-blowing things there's shit that you hear all the time throughout your life and it's just until like it, it, it like applies to you it don't make sense but then when like you're in a certain phase that you hear and you're like ah that's that's the it word clicks. right there it clicks it click so i heard this recently and it was someone saying the hardest thing is getting started yeah and that's that's a that's the fucking fact. Yeah. Like it can be the simplest thing, but you just dread it. Like, oh, I got to do this big old chore or task. And like, once you start, it's not that bad. But it's that like mental aspect of like, whatever objections and doubts and fears, you got to go deal with. And kind of relating to that so for those who know i'm I'm, i have a sales job i'm actually a car salesman and you know this is like a new position i I was in sales before but i kind of i kind of doubled up in the aspect of sales now it's you know it's it's more high stakes i raised the fucking bar Mm. achieving greatness there you go great Mm. nigga so anyways you know they give me a lot of training and honestly like i'm really grateful like as much as my manager be pissing me off sometimes because she'll be on my ass. She'll be calling me out of my shit. We'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that, um, yeah. She really does be giving me, like, good training and advice. And um, one of the biggest things that I've had to overcome is they always say, like, hey, like, you're going to be the biggest objection. Like, even before you talk to somebody, like, we all, like naturally, we all start thinking of, like, these reasons of why we're going to fail. Like, oh, they're not going to like the car. Oh, or they're not... They're not trying to, they said they didn't want to buy the car today. Oh, they said they only wanted this, that, the third. Or, oh, like, 
what whatever whatever it may be like i will start saying no for them before i even give myself myself a chance and it's overcoming that and it's 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 in a way it's almost like a coping mechanism it's like a fear rejection of like oh let me reject myself now so that when i get rejected later it doesn't hurt as much it's that shield yeah you know because as humans we hate uncertainty so like as a, going up in sales like i don't know if they're going to buy you know i can act super confident have the best pitch they still might not buy you know i can but obviously if i go over there half ass unconfident there's a more likely they're not going to buy so you know they were they're always saying like like me myself is going to be like my toughest opponent you know and just what we're saying about like getting tasks started like you know it could be as simple as i don't know i gotta i gotta i gotta clean my apartment i'll be like oh i don't want to do it yet it's gonna take forever or da, 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 whatever's gonna happen you just gotta get up you just gotta start you just gotta go you just gotta get up yeah that's the hardest part that's what i tell myself all the time when it comes to those little household annoyances you know like oh well sinks full of dishes i don't want to do it now but you know i'm not going to want to do it in 30 minutes an hour two hours three hours so i might as well just get up and and just get started because once you do it it's like okay this isn't so bad you know this isn't so bad it's not as many dishes in this sink as i thought that there was when i first started type thing you know what i'm saying and then next thing you know you're done in 10 minutes and you can do whatever it was that you're doing so yeah we we are our greatest enemy in in most situations um and and it's it's crazy how much we stop ourselves mm. you know we a lot of the times that's that's what happens Speak we stop on. we stop ourselves and just overcoming that again it, it all goes back to this mental thing this mental toughness that we keep talking about it's all in between the ears you know what i'm saying like once you once you get control of that you unstoppable dog you unstoppable and people just gotta and myself included just gotta understand that and just get over that hurdle because that's all it is it's just a hurdle you you know you just gotta get over it so um a lot of the times bro i realized that too and one thing we were talking about in the pre-show too was um we were saying you know we're both in sales um, you deal with car sales, I deal with finance. And we were both talking about how, um, what did I say? I said, there's no trying, there's only doing, right? So it's like, yeah, you can try to do this, try to do that, try to do this. But at the end of the day, you either did or you didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the two outcomes. Like, did you close the sale on or did you not close the sale on? You can say, mm -hmm. oh, I tried to do this, I tried to do that, I tried to do this, but did you close it? Hey, no, it's funny. I'm not, I'm not going to go to... Uh, big on a rant about my customers because trust me i can complain about my customers oh man yeah don't but, even don't even but, do that but no no it's real funny <laughs> like seeing this aspect of sales as much as i say like i shoot myself down people actually shoot themselves down too it's like someone needs a car and they will like even though like and i get it people are naturally going to be resistant to salesmen i accept that but people sure. be thinking of their own excuses of why they can't buy a car like oh you know, my credit's bad. Oh, I don't have enough down payment. Oh, like I'm not gonna find anything I like. And I like like a part of my job, actually a good chunk of my job is actually convincing other people to give themselves a chance. 
you know, they're like, oh, like, uh, I want to, I, I need a car, but I just don't have the time. And I'm like, okay, like, how are you getting around? Oh, I got to walk or take the bus. So the sooner you buy the car, the sooner you're off the bus. Yeah, but you know, time is like, I mean, if this is important to you, you're going to make time. Oh, you're right. You're right. Or, oh, you know, I, I've had bad credit in the past, da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, how long ago did you check your credit? Oh, that was like five years ago. Okay, your credit's probably better right now. Like, it's all these like things where people want a car, but they don't want to, again, they don't want to deal with the process or like that fear of like, oh, I might get rejected or I might, I have to work and make time for it. At the end of the day, like, okay, like if you need a car, you need a car. The question comes down to how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Some because people, they don't need it that bad, you know, but some people some, don't. Some um, people tell me, some people like, don't. Oh, go ahead. Some, go people ahead. Tell, some people tell me, oh, I'm renting a car and I'm spending a thousand dollars a month to rent a car. Cool. You could be buying a car. Oh, God. You could be buying a car for 500 a month. What are you doing? Get the fuck down. Like, I have to convince people oh my God. To, to do what's best for them. Because at that point, if you're spending that much just to rent a car that you're never going to own, you're basically just digging a hole. And like the longer you go, you're not going to get out of it because then you don't have down payment money or then you got to use your credit for just renting the car. Then when you want to buy a car, it's like you can't. So, you know, lesson to the listeners, whether you're the salesperson or you're just trying to achieve a goal, be it buy a car, a house, get a loan, da 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 da, get a job don't reject yourself take that leap take that leap you can always say no later but find out first you just have to assess risk and just realize you know like okay yeah this may take up i don't know an hour of my day i may not have time this may take up an hour of, of my day but guess what when i get this car I'm not going to have to wait at the bus stop anymore. And then I'm going to save myself some time type. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just all about how you put things together, you know, um, problem solving and stuff like that. Nah, exactly. So, yeah. And, and mind you, unless your mouthpiece tight, you ain't, you ain't getting bitches at the bus stop. Real talk. I'm just saying like, you pull, you know, you got a car, you pull up by the bus stop, look at the shorty on the bus, like, damn girl, like, what you doing? Hop on in. We out here. Skirt. Like, come on now. Like, you, you try to mack on a girl on the bus and you're like, oh, where are you going? Well, shit, I'm going this way. Well, shit, I got to go on this other bus. Well, damn, I'll, I guess I'll see you later. No, nigga, if you got the car, pick her up. Hop in the me. passenger. <laughs> Real talk. Oh, shit. But Isn't yeah. It's crazy how much women drive a man's motivation <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'll be i'll be throwing that in there when i be telling it to young guys like hey man this car nice bro you're gonna pick up some girls in it you're gonna be on like bro. for real for real it that's worked. the way to do it it worked yeah man yeah man son's over there sipping on some wine i'm over here sipping on some rum listeners hope y'all got something uh, a nice beverage next to y'all too, whatever it is that you that you be sipping on. Hopefully it's as smooth as what we sipping on and uh, hopefully you coasting like we coasting. But, I say, um, 
if it's nighttime, you know, get you something, you know, smooth to drink, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if you listen to this in the daytime, you're on your way to work, you know, get you something to drink, you know, take a little, 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 little sip or something before you walk into the office, you know, come in the building a little loose. Hey, hey, day drinking is good for your mental health. Hey, you know what? That's adulting 101 right there. Get you a, get you a beer at like 1230 in the afternoon. Yeah, that's a smooth day. You can be Man, straight. You want to be you want to be day day drinking to get buzzed. You don't want to be day drunk. Day drunk ain't good. You want to be day buzzed. All right. Anyways, man, back to the main topic. Being great. Um, and something I wanted to like just bring up. We talked about this in the pre-show. Obviously, like to really be good at something, you need teachers, you need mentors, you need coaches, and. One of the hardest things about that is you need someone to call you out on your own shit. And I read, I read this, I actually, I, I heard this in like a, a video a couple of weeks ago. And it says like, when you're trying to do something, you know, when you have a level of expertise, you can self-correct yourself. Right. But until you have that level of expertise, you don't know how to correct yourself. So you can be doing really good or really bad, but you don't know you're doing good or bad because you don't know enough. You don't know what you don't know until you know. And then when you know, you know, but you don't know. I hope you all following listeners. Hey, if you need to run that back, rewind that because you don't know what you don't know until you know, but then you won't know until you know. Mm. So right if you now, know, you, you know. know. If you know, you know, but they don't know. But you, you don't know. You don't know. How could you, you know, know. what you, how could you know what you don't know? It's a, it's an unknown unknown. Like you might know that you don't know, but you don't know what you don't know. But you know that you don't know, but you know. Right. So it's like why don't you get somebody who knows to teach you about that unknown? That way it can become a known and then that way you be on your shit. Exactly, cuz then you know. Exactly. Bam. Words. I hope y'all was listening niggas. My niggas and niggets. I know we got a diverse audience. My my non-niggas and non-niggets. My <laughs> my people all around the world. My I'm not I'm gonna just stop before I get carried away. But anyway, I'm <laughs> off topic. Whatever your pronoun is. Hey <laughs> we're getting up. I'm really okay. Anyways, so anyways, you need teachers, mentors, and coaches. And I'm in a situation, mind you, I'm a sales job. I got this manager and there's different styles. You know, you got like the, the coaches, the, the, the motivational speakers. This manager, and, and, and lack for a better word, this bitch be on my ass. She be, she be going at me hard, calling me out on all my bullshit. Whenever I have a, 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 a slip of confidence, a slip of doubt he on me like he's not giving me no slack he's right there and i got hired with another person and not to put them down but like you know when that person was getting that that tough we'll just say tough love they took it a certain type of way and mind you they had a right to because you know they felt like they were disrespected now me i had a manager before this manager who told me like hey this person she's going to challenge you be aware she's not going to take your shit like she can be your friend cool once you 
you know, get adjusted. But just know she's going to be on your ass. So I came in with that mindset of like, you know, I used to play sports. So I'm used to like a coach being, you know, hard nose on my ass, whatever. You just, you got to maneuver how you got to maneuver. But anyways, so I've been, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, I've been doing what I got to do. You know, I've had my, my up days, my down days. And, you know, it, it takes a, it takes a level of humility to, to take that critical feedback. And, you know, and don't be wrong, there's times like she be saying shit and I'm thinking like, man, I feel like I, I was disrespected. I feel like she don't know how, how real, how real a real nigga is. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm quiet. I'm professional. I'm, I'm listening, but Hey, I'm that nigga too. You know, watch how you talk. But again, you're trying to be humble. You're trying to learn. Exactly. You're just trying to know. Cause, but I don't know yet. But you don't know that yet. And, and you know, but here's the thing for someone who, and that's the thing too, someone who might know, might have this expectation of why don't you know? Well, cause I don't know. Right. You got to teach me so I can learn and know, and then I'll know to not do what you want me to know. It's like, Mike, if I tell you like some, how to do something once, one time, are you going to remember it a hundred percent the next time? Absolutely not. No, it's going to take me telling you like five, 10 times for you to really get it. For sure. And then you still got to put it in practice five or 10 times to really get it. And there's times you might even know it, but you're like, I know it, but I don't know if I really know it. So I kind of know it. So it's still unknown. So you got to check like, hey, am I doing this right? Right, right. Checks and balances. These niggas don't know. Man, we talking about some real shit. I hope y'all, I hope, I hope viewers wherever you at right now i hope that you hear what we saying right now man shout out to the viewer in canada shout out to the viewer in puerto rico shout out to our our georgia homies shout out to the az arizona listeners shout out to the bad bitches that listen shout out to the real niggas that listen everybody everybody and if you're not a bad bitch if you're not a real nigga, if you keep listening, you're going to become one. Because we're putting you on game. See, they don't know that they that they not real niggas yet. Man, a lot of niggas don't know that they not real, but they think they real. They think, they, but they don't know. So we're going we gonna to teach them so they can know. They think, but they don't know. You feel me? They act, but they don't do. But yeah, you know, learning to, to learn <laughs> bar, bars. Learning how to take that criticism. I, I think I to me, I think the first step is learning how to take criticism from yourself. Because if you can't take it from yourself, I don't think you're able to take it from others. So you have to be able to look in the mirror and be like, hey, I fucked up. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have yelled at, at Sally at work today. I fucked up. You know. Now, what, is, what does Sally do to you, bro? She's so nice. Sally's so nice, and I yelled at Sally. You know, so it's like you gotta look in the mirror and be like, "Damn, Mike hates women." I shouldn't. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Mike hates women. Oh man, it's been a while. It's been a couple weeks. I've been waiting for that one. I, I told you I was gonna ease up on the narrative. It's okay. We back. We back. Women haters club. Gang, gang. Head, head honcho. <laughs> Mike, Mike, number one, number one fan of the woman hating club. Number one, you better get, you better get in line. 
Big dog status. If you don't know, now you know. I know. <laughs> hey, real quick, you was mentioning but yeah, man. wine, Peep bro. Just peep the wine, bro. Oh, this man is sipping some wine with Snoop Dogg's face on the bottle, y'all. That's Snoop. I got Snoop Dogg wine, Cali Red. His, his shit is called 19 Crimes. 19 Crimes. Not 18. 19. Hmm. Right, I'm gonna get a, a flick real quick. And had to pull out the pull out his celly. Had to you know get that on the ground one time for the one time. Yeah, people, Man. we just out here having fun. We hope that y'all have fun listening because we have fun making it. And that's for sure. Man, um, <laughs> we're getting off topic. What were you talking about? That's okay. It's our it's our show. No, no, we were talking it's about our show. We're talking about self-criticism. Self-criticism. Accountability. Accountability. Responsibility. Accountability and responsibility. Yeah. You know, just you know, looking in the mirror and realizing you fucked up. And that's the hardest thing to do. No, no one wants to look themselves in the face and say, hey, yo, hey, yo, yo, hey, bro. You probably shouldn't have did that. That's the hardest thing to do. Real, real quick, no, that no that ties into it ties into like a fear of failure. Cause you're not going to take chances or you're not even going to self-evaluate. Like no one's going to be like, Oh, I merely fucked up. They'll just ignore the issue or not even try or put a half, half ass effort in because that's like the real feel feeling to fail. And another thing people will like, people won't, people don't like it when you try because it makes them realize that they're afraid, that they're afraid to try. That they're not trying hard enough. The biggest step to being great is trying. The talent, the skill, I'll come with time. Get your ass up. That's facts. Just get up and, and do it. Whatever it is that you're thinking about doing. Listeners, listeners, listeners. Whatever it is that you that you're thinking about doing. Whatever you're telling yourself that's stopping you from doing that. Don't tell yourself that. Just go out and do it. Just go out and do it. You'll be your big your you'll be your biggest your you, you will be your own biggest objection. There's definitely been times where I have object like you said, you know, you get in your own way, right? I've I've gotten in my way. I've been like, oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't have time for that, or oh, I'm doing something else, I'm preoccupied type thing. And then um, you know, you just end up not doing it. You know what? I think this is a good point to bring up the other topic of the day, and then we can just keep bouncing off the ideas as we go. But as much as we, we got to push ourselves to be great, as much as we got to take criticism, uh, there is a level of being, um, I guess how I want to say that, I guess being like, I guess the phrase that you just being, being gentle with oneself, not being so hard on ourselves, not always, yeah, obviously we need to criticize to be better, but don't at the point, don't over-criticize, don't always beat ourselves down. Um, That's a big one for me. You know, it's a, it's a big one for me. And that, that even comes to where, like, the, the, like those self-doubts where you just think you can't, you can't do something or you're doing something wrong or you're doing something bad. Um, and, you know, really, like, obviously, like, it's, it's a balancing act of, like, all right, push, 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 push okay, give myself a break, push, 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 give myself a break. But if you're always giving yourself a break, 
you're always hard on yourself, those are two extremes. Neither one is good. You got to have that balance. And maybe, maybe not complete balance. Maybe you want to be at like 60% push or 70% push, 30, 40% give yourself a break. Yeah, it's important to get get that rest. Um, and and not even sleep, because that's what I realized. Like, there's a difference between rest and sleep. That's one thing I had to learn. And um, one thing I wanted to do was catch up on my sleep, but I realized that that wasn't really doing much for me. So I was like, okay, how can I how can I rest more? How can I, uh, you know, take a take a break here and there? How can I, you know, gather myself and and get ready for the next the next task, whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish, you know? Um, so just being able to 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 hit that reset button that's what it is. You just have to be able to hit that reset button. Um, don't get too complacent. Don't get too relaxed. Don't just be on the couch, you know eating a bag of chips watching Disney all day you know um actually you know go out there be productive and then you reward yourself with the bag of chips and the Disney type shit you know what I'm saying that's that's where I've been at when it comes to that that balancing act you know it's just like being able to work hard you know take risks do your thing and then being able to take that step back too, and and have fun and and really get to, I guess like get to know yourself, you know, um, and and really rest and not really have worries about anything, because that's that's one thing I've noticed too. Like a lot of people, uh, we we tend to worry a lot, you know. Like you said, we we struggle with uncertainty, and a lot of the times. It's just being, like you said, being patient. We just have to let time work certain things out, mm. you know, and not question it and not have that feeling of doubt, that feeling of unsureness and, you know, just, just letting things flow and realizing that it, it's all going to come, you know, um, but I'm going on a tangent. Um, the, the, the biggest thing really is just being able to hit that reset. That's the biggest thing that I would say is the key, bro. Nah, you, you, you said something and like when you were talking, I was thinking about this, like honestly, like in terms of being great and I've, I, I got like two things I want to say with this, but like one, we all talk about like the fear of failure. Sometimes failure can be your best friend. Sometimes you really just got to fail just so you can say fuck it, just so you can get rid of those those fears. True. You know? um, <laughs> I got I got a funny example um everyone might not resonate with this some people might think like some people might judge me for this but like i'm gonna I'm just say what i gotta say we're uh -oh. men we're here we're men here mike we're, that's we're young. never a good way to start <laughs> a conversation <laughs> hey look man we're we're both men we're both men here I know some bullshit is, is about to come out we, your mouth right now we've hung out together we've been to the bar we've been to the club Oh God! All right, here. let me right. let me let me let me brace myself for this one. Let me, right. let me grab onto you, my seat. You're, you're you're out and about. You see a fine chick. Damn, I'm about to pull up on her. I'm about to holler at her, right? We've all been there, Mike. And you know, I trust me. I I I I I read the room. I analyze the room. So I'm giving you different perspectives. But I, right. you see a bad shorty you trying to get at, and you're like, damn, like how am I about to approach this? 
there's been times I'll be real myself where like I see a fine woman and I fold like, oh damn, I'm too scared to go talk to her. I'll come up with every excuse in the book. Oh shit, man, I'm doing my own shit. Oh, I don't want to bother her. Oh, and she's not that bad. Oh, I'll get to her later. Whatever it, it is. It happens. Whatever it is. It is an excuse. I fold it. It happens. Like there's some fellas listening right now, like, oh shit, I've been there. Hey, and not to cut you off though, not to cut you off, but I believe in last week's episode, you said it. You were like, there in most situations, you only get one chance to do something. Facts. That still that still applies. Shooting your shot is definitely one of those situations. Trust so me, just shoot that shot, fellas. I don't think you can come around later. Trust me, she might have she might have seen you walk away scared, like, oh, okay, I peeped that. Anyways. For sure, for sure. Anyways, so anyways, there's sometimes. And especially if you uh, you had a night out, you're like, and you know what? This is what I realized. This is what I'm trying to get to. Sometimes you need that first rejection. You need that first. You got curved or rejected, because then after that, because that's that's that first one's where the anxiety builds up. You're like, oh shit, like I don't know what to do. I don't know how to approach it. You get that first rejection out the way. You be for sometimes for me, I'll be a Mac the rest of the night because I got to get that first one out the way. Yep. You know, yeah. like I and trust me, like I I I know what I do, and you know I I read the room, I see what other dudes do. You'll see a dude, he'll he'll stand in the club for three hours, talk to no girls. It happens. Hey, and I, it happens. It does. It does. It does. You know, and then obviously, and obviously, you don't want to be that guy going up to every girl, getting rejected left and right. That ain't it either. There's that fine line, bro. I mean, but that that's where that's where the skill comes in. We're not going to get into that today. But you know what I'm saying? Like and if you know, you know. You know, and I another example is I used to play football, right? So like when you're in a game, you have that buildup of anxiety and da 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 da. And sometimes you need to get hit one time early in the game to get rid of those jitters. You know, be it you on kickoff kick return or offense defense like until you get like that that first hit you you're, you're kind of jittery and then once you get smacked you get up and right, i'm cool you're good sometimes you need that first hit you need that first rejection yeah it it it'd it be like that um you know it's it's that fuck up you know it's just like it's that feeling that you get you know, it's just like that sting, that 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 stench. Like, damn, I like I, I stink, I fucked up. You know, um, and then that's hey. when you that's when it clicks, and you know, you realize like, hey, yo, like this is how I do it the right way, and then you be on. I say, bro, like you're you're better off failing than being someone who never tried. You could be you could be on the field. I live or in by the, that. I live by you, that. You could be on the field or in the bleachers. I live by that, man. It's is 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 better to say. Field, nigga. It's better to say, oh well, than what if. I live by that, bro. So that's why you know, and and and, and you know, that's why I say, take that risk. If it doesn't work, fuck it. What did you really lose in the end? Something, something that like it's funny how like sales applies a lot to life, but a, a phrase my it manager really told does. was like. Don't be afraid to lose a sale that you never had. 
because you know obviously like as a salesman like you know we we hear the thing like oh salesmen are pushy or da 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 so a part of us is like oh let me not be pushy you know let me you know they always say like don't be afraid to ask for the business don't be afraid to ask them to buy the car like i don't don't just show them the car for three hours and then just let them walk away ask them like are you buying the car and you know they they said it's like look if they weren't going to buy they weren't going to buy but if you don't know until you ask so don't like if if, if they weren't going to buy you might as well try to sell them the car versus you being so scared to ask them that they just let them walk away don't be afraid to lose a sale you never had damn i've heard that phrase but for you to break it down like that yeah that that's true that makes a lot of sense so like that's and and you know it, it applies to me too you know you you, uh, you miss all the shots you don't take you man man that's some real shit um, oh but yeah it, it it applies to me too because it's like you can you can sit here and you can you can come up with all these excuses you know like i'll be like oh this person i don't know they don't they don't have enough uh credit credit for this they don't have enough of a credit history for this like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here i'm gonna advise them to not do this type thing you know and then it's like well you don't know till you know you know that feels like the theme of the show you don't know till you know but yeah like you don't know till you know type thing you know what i'm saying so it's like you got to be able to 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 take that leap and just be like oh well like if you if you if you failed like oh well you know and, and just move on with it you know like it it doesn't it doesn't impact you in any way but in that particular moment and and you know it just it's just that feeling of like okay you know i didn't get what i wanted but you should just take that feeling and then you should take that and just let it fuel you to get to the next to the next step no a hundred percent you know like like i i think just going back to the going back to the club metaphor like i said like there's been times you, you out with some your homies and you know sometimes the homies they they in they bag they mac and whatever sometimes homies are not in they bag they just standing back it happens and a lot and that's the thing too like a lot of people don't want to be like the first dude to go up to a girl and get rejected potentially because all your homies gonna laugh at you da 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 my homies have seen me especially if i'm in like if, if i'm feeling myself i don't give a fuck I'll, I'll pull up on the baddest one. I can attest to that. And you know, I I, I might get them. I might not. And then niggas be like, how like they might say some slick shit. All right, cool. You standing in the corner. You're not out, out here here. in the field. I'm out here, bro. You in the field. Yeah, you out there doing your thing. It's easy to to comment from the sidelines. No, and and that's that's the thing too. Like you know, again, we're men here. You can, you can, you know, some dudes just might feel comfortable going for like sixes and sevens, but all that energy you put in a six or seven, you could have been trying out a 10. Hey, by all means, you know, sixes, sixes and sevens need love too. They do. Don't get me wrong. Hey, ladies, if you a six, you'd be the best <laughs> six you can be. There's that one girl in the cry. Hey, I'm a six. <laughs> hey, bad sixes don't be <laughs> But, shout out to the six. <laughs> shout out to the six. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, some dudes might feel comfortable with that low hanging fruit. I'm I'm going for the dimes. 
You want the you want that 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 juicy fruit. Uh, bro, I, what we talk about, we striving for greatness. I'm going for the tens, bro. Straight tens. Shoot that shot, bro. All that energy you put in the six, you could have put in the ten. Sheesh. Damn. Hey, you could you could still get rejected by a six. Damn. Would you rather get rejected by by a six or a ten? I I'll take the ten. Mm, damn. Fellas, I hope y'all listening. Mind you, and I've heard this before too, like really fine women don't even get approached like that because too many dudes be scared. So hey, just you being the dude uh, popping up on them, you might be the one. The ladies, of a 10. ladies, if you listening, if you know you want a man, don't wait for him to come to you. Go get your nigga. Go get your nigga. Come Damn. scoop him out the club. You see him, you want him, go get him. This is extremely off topic, but yes, women, shoot your shot. Stop being scared. That's what we really need to talk to. Forget the fellas. We need to talk to you, lady. Shoot your shot. There's women out there who will y'all y'all shot shooting skills are lame. They'll criticize niggas, but they don't got to criti- They don't got a jumper either, bro. And it's crazy. They don't got a jumper either. So ladies, shoot your shot. Fellas, if you see that lady over there, with the with the ass coming out the back of her sundress because it is sundress season, and go ahead and and shoot that shot, brother. Don't don't let nothing stop you, bro. Somewhere, bro, somewhere out there, there's gonna be like a four shooting at a ten somewhere, and we'll be responsible for that. Shoot, man. But it'd be like that. They might, they you know, they might fall hey, in love. Who knows? Honestly, you got to shoot shots to get better at shooting. Mm, you gotta practice. You gotta, you gotta be practice. in the gym. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like I, shoot, you gotta be in the gym. I, you might you might need to you know have a quick layup line, shoot at some sixes. You know, get the touch, get Warm a up. for the court. Game time hit. You know, eleven thirty. All right, you at the eight, and that ten coming. I right, shit. Time to be in your bag. It's cr- it's crunch time. Game fourth quarter. Game seven. Knock it down. Are you gonna hit your free throws? Hit it's crazy. Throws. Hit your free throws, make your layups. I know you said sales apply to, to life a lot, but sports, sports apply to life. Everything. 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 Um, and I think that's why like my biggest inspirations are usually athletes, you know. Um, you know, the the Kobe's of the world, the Tom, fuck them, but the Tom Brady's of the world. Um, you know, those those are just like special those special uh, uh, mentally tough players. And that's those are the people that I kind of like learned mental toughness from. Because Tom Brady, he's not the best athlete. Real quick, Mike. I'm going to let you finish. Tom Brady's not the best athlete. But I'm a, I got a question for you. Who's the better GOAT? Tom Brady or LeBron James? Tom Brady. Tom Brady might be the, the GOAT of our generation. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's been to 10 Super Bowls. He's been in a Super Bowl for half of his career. Michael Jordan he never has, lost the finals. He, he has enough play. He, my, Tom Brady has enough playoff wins for two regular seasons. Damn. I'm just saying. Hey, real quick, shout out to the homies Too Loud, Sal, and Ryan. Check out their podcast and their Instagram. I was on their show, and that was one of the topics they had their all-time 
GOAT March Madness bracket. And it featured ma matches of like Tom Brady versus LeBron, Kobe versus Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan versus John Cena, Serena Williams versus uh, Lisa Leslie, all types of matches. Mm. Hey, that's all a good one. The all time GOAT bracket. Check them out. Too loud, Sal and Ryan. Serena versus Lisa Leslie. Mm. That, that's a good one. Because I mean, who really, who really out here? No women's basketball players like that. We don't know women's tennis players like that. Bro, but Lisa Leslie really put on for women's basketball. She did. Shout out to, to women's sports, bro. Kobe versus Michael Jackson. Versus Michael Jackson. Bro, that's tough. Uh, damn. Damn. Uh, that's tough. Michael that's Jackson. Tough. I said that's tough with an F. Michael Jackson. Damn. We're not going to get into it. That's their show. Check out Too Loud, Too Loud, Sal and Ryan for that discussion. Shout out Too Loud. But, but my, you saying like a four might pull up on a, a 10 now? A four may pull up on a 10 and we'll be solely responsible for, it, responsible for it. But you know what? That's okay. If you're that four out there listening, don't, don't, don't let these shorties intimidate you, bro. Because best believe it these shorties won't shoot at you either bro so don't let them scare you ladies shoot your that goddamn shot shoot your shot speaking to you homegirls out there all the homegirls this it's funny it's funny too because i be talking to my homegirls and they, they be good looking girls and they be acting like they ugly i don't know why women do that Worry about some some dude like ladies. I'm gonna tell you, we're not that smart. Dude, don't be worried about. Don't be intimidated trying to talk to us. We're not that bright. I you think they talk, know that. You can talk about anything. You know, I be talking to homegirls. They be like, "Oh, what do I do? What do I say? Anything. We're not that. We're not that difficult." That's facts. Most fellas will just be happy that there's a woman that actually it's talking to them. So they won't even care. So you good. Like we were saying earlier, we don't always want to be that one to approach or reach right. out. Shoot that shot. Anyways, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We're we're getting off topic here. Anyways. You know. But we're talking about criticism, taking chances, risk, being not being too hard on yourself. And it's funny, like I, th I think we didn't even get to the main main topic of the day, but you wanted to talk about empathy, and I, I brought I brought you know empathy towards ourselves, but I'm I'm assuming you want empathy towards others was the topic. Empathy towards others, yeah, that was. Uh, Speak on it. That Mike, was my big thing. I'm snitching, but Mike rolling weed. Hey man, hold on. <laughs> hey, uh, my manager, if you out there, if you listening. This isn't weed. This is actually um, some other green flowery substance that just happens to look like weed. Man, I'm on I'm on my snitching. Mike smoking dope. Drug he's, testing. He's smoking drug pot. Testing tomorrow. Smoking pot. <laughs> I'll be surprised. I'm more surprised these days if someone doesn't smoke weed. Truly. It's ah oh man, it's it's, it's weird like. 
I can understand people who don't smoke. I can understand not doing one or the other. If you don't smoke weed, but you drink, I. You smoke, but you don't drink, I. You don't do either. Whoa, 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 whoa. You do cigarettes? Like, come on, bro. Who smokes cigarettes if we got weed? Why are you smoking cigarettes? Facts. Man, shout out to all the heroin users, man. Get, get, get that needle in you. Shout out to our Oregon listeners. Big dope. Good dope. Oh, that was, uh, y'all just heard my tray. To disregard that. But anyway, anywho. Yes. Um, empathy. Empathy. Yes. Um, <laughs> the reason um, I wanted to talk about this was because, um, I don't know, not to, I don't know if this sounds douchey or not, or like, no, 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 bro. As your homie, say what you're going to say. And if it's some bullshit, I'll let you know. For sure. So I what know. I was, what I was going to say is, um, a lot of people come to me for not even advice. Like people, people just like to talk to me and like, tell me what's going on. And, um, I had a, a friend of mine, a, a, a homie that I met a few years ago and he was just telling me, he was like, man, you always know what to say. Like you just have like wisdom and et cetera, et cetera type of thing. And it just got me to thinking like, maybe, maybe I just know how to like put myself in other, in other people's shoes and, you know, and, and, and really try to help people. I think that's what I was put here for, honestly. I feel like I was here to help people and, and try to inspire people. So mm -hmm. I, I, I try to do that every day. And um, one of the biggest things in relationships and even like professionally too, like I, I work in finance, I hear people come in all the time. People will be like, oh, I had fraud on my account or my debit card was stolen or um, my my husband died, whatever, you know, type of stuff. And then, um, you know, it's just like in those type of situations, you have to be empathetic, you know, um, you have to try to not be numb to those types of things, you know? Um, so I really wanted to talk about empathy and why it's important and, um, how we can show it that way that, you know, there's everyone kind of knows, uh, everyone kind of knows how people want to want you to receive things that you're telling them, you know? Okay. Real quick. That's a fact. Whatever you said was, was spot on. And thank you. I, I hope I'm not a jaded person for saying this, but I I'm a very empathetic person and I already know my empathy in the past has been taken advantage of. And that's a, that's a tough thing. We'll, we'll get that in a minute, but anyone if you are the type of person who takes advantage of people's empathy you're a different type of piece of shit like when like obviously like you know you could be going through your own thing which is fair sometimes people don't but when you know someone is really trying to like help you and ride for you and you take advantage of that you are a different type of piece of shit for real no Go loyalty on, yeah no loyalty and and that's and that's and I, I think that's the thing too. Like when people, a lot of people don't want to help, and that's where people don't want to help others. Where people don't want to be empathetic, soft, vulnerable, whatever, because 
they're afraid people will take advantage of it. And don't be wrong, it's not going to happen all the time, but it does happen. And those people are the reason some people don't want to be empathetic. That's very true. You know, nice, nice people or people who are empathetic, people who are putting them in a people who are putting themselves in a position to to help others to be vulnerable. Those people can be taken advantage of. You're right about that. And um, I've noticed that for sure. And it's that fine line of being able to 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 help someone, but not be a pushover. You know, that's also a balancing act. That's that balance. Everything in everything in life is a balance. You know, um, it's all about it's all about like being able to give to others, help others, but still putting you first. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I think that empathy, understanding other people's situations, putting yourself in other people's shoes. I feel like that's fundamental in any relationship, whether mm -hmm. it's professional, whether it's, uh, you know, family, whether it's, you know, your lover, whoever. Being able to put yourself in someone's shoes, being able to um, do that, I think that that's like a huge, huge thing. And here's why. I know for, I know for me, like if I'm telling someone something, if I come up to you and I say, hey, Hassan, my week's been fucked up, X, Y, Z happened. And you were just like, oh, yeah, you know, bro, cool. Man, that's crazy. It'd be like, it'd be like, damn, bro, like, word? Like, that's how you feel? That's how you feel, bro? Like, I just told you, I just told you this, this, and that. Like, my dog died, and, like, my tires popped, and like, all this other. And, and that's all you have to say, bro? Like, cool. You know, it'd just be like, that That changes the relationship for the worse. Hey, keep your head up, but you got it. You got it, bro. You good. Just, you, dust that off. Dust that off tough right <laughs> you know um and I've, I've found myself especially at work in my day-to-day -day, like just trying to realize what people are going to especially in the midst of an economic crisis and you know it, it, it's tough to do that balancing act like we were saying bro mm -hmm. um let me ask you this other times where you feel like you could have you could have put yourself in someone's shoes or you could have like helped some, someone a little bit more than what you did? No, I, I definitely do. Um, damn. Uh, the, the one that comes to mind is like a, a previous relationship. Um, I won't get too into details, but like uh, it was a college relationship and I was leaving college. She was staying in college and because I graduated and she was kind of in a bad place financially kind of because like of the school, she had like a housing issue where like something with the apartment building, she had a lot of shit going on. And the reason I only bring this up is because like I had graduated. I was so focused on like moving on with my life, starting my career, da 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 da. I felt like I could have done more to help that girl or been like more just like a, a better emotional support. And not saying like I wasn't that, but when things fell apart and you know, obviously healed, whatever, I could have I could have done a better job. It was kind of almost like 
in a way for some of her problems i just left her out there to figure it out on her on her own okay you know so then i look back i'm like damn like and, and that's what we're saying like obviously you want to you know i was again i was focused on my career and you know like you want to be focused on your interests but like you know if there's somebody who like really cares you really care about I should have gone that extra mile and not saying like I didn't go an extra mile, but I could have gone an extra, extra mile. It went two miles. I I didn't go two miles. Did you even go half a mile? I went half a mile. I didn't go two miles. I trust me. I, I did help, but like not, it wasn't until after the fact that like, I really understand the, like the full depth of her situation. I'm like, damn, like I could have, I could have handled that better. You know, um, so yeah, man, there's, there's that situation. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll share this one. I don't think he'll hold trip off it, but I had a cousin, you know, he's like, he's like a big cousin and like this big cousin, like he was like the, he was like the hood nigga in the family. Right. Okay. And you know, he was going through like some, some shit through like high school. Um, you know, his mom was kind of sick. Um, she, she survived that, but, you know, later on she passed. I'm going to just say that, RIP. But um, he was going, like, his mom was sick. Uh, he was, like, not in, like, the best environment. He had, like, a lot of, like, outside influences. And, you know, long story short, he had, like, he had trouble in school. And it wasn't, like, this wasn't my place because, like, that's my big cousin. So I was a kid at the time. But when he was going through all this stuff, like, not a lot of people in the family reached out to him, brought him along. They kind of just saw him like, okay, he's just the problem child. He's like the, the bad boy. Like mm. he's on his own. And like, I was like, now we're older. Like I was chopping it up with him. And like, I, I realized he had some level of like, he has a level of resentment to certain people in the family. Cause almost it's like, you know, like, even though like I acted grown, I was still a kid and nobody came to come get me. It was just, I was just out on my own. Yeah. So that's another situation where I'm like, damn, like, you know, this, this is a relative, but like other relatives didn't have that same level of empathy because, you know, like, and mind you, we black men, black men get held to like a different, different standard of shit. Um, so, you know, again, they were treating him like he was grown when he wasn't. Damn, man. Yeah. You know, it, it's those types of situations where you just realize like sometimes people just need they just need a, a helping hand you know um and if someone is reaching out to you that takes courage you know because we've been talking about it this whole episode how people will um reject themselves you know and then for someone to come up to you especially like a like a black man um don't want to get too deep into that but you know as far as like us coming out and speaking and being vulnerable that's a tough thing for us to do you know so if someone is coming out, they're doing that, they're taking that leap um, for you to just let them fall flat on their face. I feel like you kind of mishandled that responsibility that they were kind of giving you, you know what I'm saying? So um, I kind of look at it as that, you know, it's a responsibility. Um, and, you know, you just have to help people out, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all going to need someone eventually. And that was one thing that I had to learn the hard way, you know, you're eventually down the road, no matter what you do, whatever you're successful in, you're going to need someone down the road, down the line. Um, so I try to be that, that someone for a lot of people. 
Um, and I just try to inspire people. And I think empathy is one of those stepping uh, stepping stones to getting to that to that next level. Um, you gave a couple examples. One example for me, um, I'll say is with my niece. Um, she has three brothers. They're all older than her. She's the youngest, she's the girl. Um, and a lot of the times what happens to her is she's the outcast, you know? She's the one who doesn't really fit in because, you know, her, her brothers are all older teenagers. She's still like 11 years old, 12 years old. Um, and she's in that phase where she just wants to like hang out with people. She just wants to talk to people. Um, she just wants to go and do things, have fun, but her brothers aren't there. So I kind of took it into my own hands and, you know, just trying to be that, be that positive reinforcement for her and kind of like let her know that, you know, people are there for you. People do care for you. Um, and, and that, you know, that she, she matters because, you know, not to get too deep into it or not to get too sad, but, you know, she, there was like times where she was kind of like, she doesn't fit in. She doesn't feel like she matters type thing. And I kind of took that responsibility and I was like, okay, I'm going to show her that, you know, we care, but, you know, it's just like, they're busy doing their own thing. Um, you know, her parents, they're busy doing their own thing. Even me as her uncle, like I'm busy doing my own thing, mm -hmm. but you know, we still have to find a way to make that time. Cause it's like, how bad do you want it? How important is it to you? You know, if it's important to you, you'll make time for it. So, um, that's kind of where I was at with that situation when it came to empathy. And um, that's been teaching me a lot about it and teaching me how to connect with people and teaching me just, just like how to help others, you know, cause that's what, that's what we're here for. We're here to help each other. I feel it. Um, something I, I thought about as you were saying that, and let's just take it from like perspective of like, there's people who are like, down and out vulnerable maybe just not feeling 100 the whatever like they're just in like a situation and we talk about empathies towards other it takes courage it takes courage to be the one to go help someone else out it takes because you know a lot of people they don't want to uh, another thing that we actually fear as people we fear intimacy as much as people say like we want, as much as people say they want intimacy we don't <sighs> and the biggest test of that See how well you can give somebody eye contact. Mm. That's we struggle, true. We struggle with it. And that's that's because that's a fear of intimacy. And obviously, like, you know, there's that's a nuanced thing. You know, we're not going to get into like the whole harassment thing, but still it takes it takes courage to go out your way and to be empathetic to somebody because we're all going to have this fear that their emotions are going to take over us we have this fear of like oh like i want to help you but i don't want you to be too close to me or too attached to me or or think this is going to start something and that's all that's a whole fear thing we, we're afraid of intimacy yeah you know or we're afraid of like you know like you mentioned how your niece was out like that sometimes the outcast if we just want to put this in like a, a school or work scenario you might have like the one click and then you might have like someone who's an outcast and like, you're like, I mean, he's not a bad dude, but I don't want to talk to him because everyone else is going to think I'm weird for talking to them. 
and again that comes to that comes to a fear that comes to that it takes bravery to, to reach out to somebody it's easier to just be one of the sheep in the group if, we, if there's like already a centralized group let me you know, let me just attach myself to that and just keep a pushing it's harder to leave that group and go start your own connection with somebody that's some real shit relationships are complicated <laughs> believe me we're all uh we're all trying to learn how to navigate them um but yeah man you're right you're you're absolutely right and a lot of the times what happens with with people who are who feel like an outcast is what i've realized is like a lot of the time that's when they start to they start to like like go left you know and when i say go left i just mean like i don't know they just like they just become that 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 awkward kid you know that kid that that doesn't really fit into a social group that kid that you know that kid's is at the lunch table eating lunch by themselves type shit mm -hmm. um and that's damaging you know long term that's damaging um so you know just go out there be that helping hand for someone whoever it is a friend a relative a co-worker a stranger a stranger doesn't matter you know just um go out there and try to be there for someone you know because in, in the end we all we all need someone sometimes and if you're that person who's in need and you don't have anyone to reach out to you know you're gonna feel stuck so just try to again just try to put yourself in 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 that person's shoes it's funny how it just comes full circle like that you know every time um something i just want to add with that and then we could probably wrap up the, sh the show soon you was mentioning like the awkward kid and like you know people reaching out to them and I've, i'm actually gonna say this as like a person who's at times been the outcast who's been the awkward kid at, in certain situations for those who are listening who's in that situation sometimes you might see like a group an individual a club whatever it is and you think you don't fit in and again it was saying earlier you'll be your own biggest objection so you might not think you fit in so you never even try so then you self-isolate yourself you don't know these people actually might that's like a coping mechanism or, or be open to you yeah unless you put yourself out there yeah and like i said i've been in that position and something i had to learn was to put myself out there because i used to have a mindset where people used to just be out to get me people were just trying to like take advantage of me or belittle me da 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 and you know there's there's more to that but you know obviously it's just like putting yourself out there and yeah you might get you might get like you know humans humans are always in this natural wrestling match of i don't know how to how really describe it i guess like of of egos where we're always trying to kind of one up each other and then some people is like oh i don't even want to deal with that and in that process you might take a little jab for example like if you with your homies you might they might roast you they might they might they might shit on you for a quick minute just because you get shitted on for like two minutes are you gonna then make that where you can't have a relationship with this person for like the next 10 20 years you know depends what they say of course but you know sometimes you might have to take a jab and you know then they realize oh you can take a joke you're cool and then you're in but you don't know until you put yourself in that position you don't know till you don't 
and also for those who who are who I, like we see this all the time like we have we have our homies we have our group chat we have the dudes who roast we don't have the we have the dudes who don't roast right i i read this once or i, I kind of like heard this once it's kind of like a, a thing especially with like men because men are naturally competitive the way we form bonds with people is we compete with them and roasting is nothing but a a, a, a different type of competition and sometimes people they don't want to roast because their feelings are going to get hurt and then you know sometimes sometimes just because you don't roast you're the one who always gets targeted sometimes you got to just you got to just roast back you, your joke might even suck you just got to say some shit back and all that does is signal that you can take a joke and that you ain't pussy and then people will fuck with you it's a weird thing but it trust me it's a it's a human nature thing Word, word. It's kind of like a test, you know, like it's a test. It's are you are you are you a real nigga, or are you not a real nigga? Look, men by not even intentionally, men test other men all the time. Yeah, for sure. And for the sure. worst thing you can do is not take the test. Mm. That's worse than failing it, not taking it at all. Damn, you said something right there. Yeah, I'm... I hope you all listening. I'm young, but I know a thing or two. And I, that's just that's just a part of the show. Mike and Hassan, we just try to keep it real with y'all. We try to entertain, inform, and enlighten. You know, just at the end of the day, we just trying to create conversations and dialogues. You know, obviously, if you're listening, I hope you like something you heard spoke with you. Feel free to comment on the Instagram. You know, let us know what you think about anything you heard today. Like, you can agree with us, disagree, add on. Let us know. But again, we're trying to create conversation for the culture. For the culture. And another big thing for me, I think I speak for both of us when we say this. We just want to inspire. So I hope if you all listening, I hope that y'all, you know, you, you, you identify with what we're saying. And we're hoping that this helps you be great. Because again, that's a common theme on the show, greatness. So we hope that by listening to this, you just, you get that that extra fuel that you need to achieve that greatness. We just want to inspire. Um, and 100%. with that being said, I think this is the perfect segue to our message of the day. Hassan, I'll let you go first. Message of the day. I hope I haven't used this before. I might have, but it's always a recurring theme with me. So I'm gonna say it anyways. Get out your comfort zone. Obviously, like don't go too far extreme where you're putting yourself in danger and things like that. But just like kind of know where your boundaries are and just just push on those a bit. Just take like, you know, just push on them, maybe take a step past it and just like really test yourself. Because at the end of the day, the world is going to test you regardless, whether you want to or not. So you might as well test yourself and see what you will see what you are really made of. That's the only way to achieve greatness. That's the only way. Um, I guess this kind of goes hand in hand with what you're saying. Um, just like don't back down from a challenge. Um, for me. For me, um, I know it always goes back to work with us. We're, we're two working men. 
But um, I just saw my branch manager quit because there was so much pressure on him to, at the, in, the, in the position, right? And um, not saying that he was afraid of the challenge because there there are crazy expectations, um, especially for me. I'm not even a manager and I have expectations that are out of this world, but um, I just see it as a challenge. I just see it as a way to try to get better, you know? And um, one thing that my mentor was telling me was, um, you know, hitting 100% of your goal is you just doing your job. Try to get to that 200%. That's how you really challenge yourself. And that's how you really achieve that greatness. Um, so just challenge yourself. Don't be afraid to take that leap. Um, that's been the common theme on this episode. And and just don't be afraid. I like it. Um, I know we're in the episode, but you said something that just made me think. I had this thought earlier today. And as you know, like we mentioned work, we mentioned greatness and I'm at a point where like I have things to do mind you I have the podcast you know I'm trying to like develop a network business and personal wise trying to get my health good trying to read books trying to get as like knowledgeable as I can and something I had to realize as much as like I put in like 10 hour 11 hour days at work work is the bare minimum Going to work is the bare minimum. That's just what I'm supposed to do mm -hmm. to get by. To take that next step into greatness, it's all the things I do outside of work. And I know that's tough for me and I'm sure other people because it's like, now I got to work after I get out of work. And that's when the work, you have limited time, but that's the real work. It's crazy how we're always on the same page, me and you. We, we don't even have to you know say it to each other but we always on the same page and you know what that's why you reached out to me to do that podcast and that's why where we're at now and that's why the people are listening that's awesome man but so, bro, the people fuck with us the people fuck with us and we fuck with the people um people just you know keep uh keep tuning in we'll keep posting we'll keep creating and we hope that together we all achieve that greatness and with that, we're out of here. Thank you for tuning in to the Mike and Hassan show. Uh, sh follow us on Instagram, uh, Mike and Hassan. Me, I'm Menace 40 Ounce Society. My boy is Stilo. Check us out on Anchor. And if your mama fine, tell her I said what's up. This man always wants somebody mama. It's always somebody. Because I'm a bad motherfucker. I see what you did there. <laughs> well played well played <laughs> people we appreciate y'all Hassan love you man stay up alright we out y'all yep <laughs>